It's October, and time to talk about horror on Advanced BS. Hi, welcome back to Advanced BS. <laughs> that went on longer because I kept accidentally hitting other keys and changing it. the notes. That's great. Oh, uh, but yeah, that's it's October. We're starting a new topic. It feels like it has been months. I mean, it has. It's yep. been over. It's yeah. been over two months since we've changed topics. Mm-hmm. But it's felt very long because D and D was was uh, was an arduous activity because a lot more editing. And yes, stuff like that. Indeed. So, so to me, it feels like it has been the better part of six months since we've done. <laughs> wait, since we've it done does it. feel like we just stopped doing our regular show. <laughs> we did for a little bit, for a little while, but it was it was a fun a fun deviation. Yes, but it's it kind of but as we said, it's going to continue because we're going to sneak in D and D here and there. But that's yep. not what we're talking about. We're talking about horror because we're mm-hmm. starting October and it's you know I mean Halloween month. I was going to say it like it was news to people, but it's not. Halloween takes so place in that. October. We're mm-hmm. coming mm-hmm. to terrorize y'all's neighborhood. <laughs> but, uh, That's my, what he says in the, in the thriller. Does he say y'all's? No. He says y'all's. I think he says your neighborhood. He says y'all's. <laughs> I'll, I'll talk to... I'll get a Ouija board, and I'll talk to Vincent Price later. All right. And, <laughs> and he's just going to respond with, That's what you're asking me? Yeah, well... <laughs> with this new power? Is Caleb, are you looking it up? Maybe. Okay. Right. That guy over there looking it up is Caleb Woodley. Oh, that's me, guys. Hi. Who's who are you? Who are you? I'm Where are you in my house? I'm Steve Wonderlick. Oh, from the show. Yeah. And my name is Logan Nielsen, and we're going to be talking about horror uh, this month of October. Uh, and, and last year, October, we did Fear, so this is going to be kind of close. But mm-hmm. we... Uh, are we... Uh, we might maybe go on another adventure like we did last year? I want to. I would like to, too. I Caleb? That'll be fun. I would love to. Because last year we went and stayed in a supposedly haunted hotel. Which are we just going to do the same hotel? We might go to the same. Hotel. Just have a. Just well, we'll have see. A, I'll, but I'll, we'll, I'll look up. I'll we'll research. go go back and I'll, I'll be re- definitely reposting it throughout October. But go back and listen. Not just go back and listen to our episodes because I'm just saying go listen to our old episodes. But we picked up a weird sound when we went and did mm-hmm. our little ghost hunting adventure. A sound we couldn't explain. And that's Fear Episode 5, I believe. Fear Part 5, yeah. yeah. We did and that. And we're going to go back there. So I think we might try to do that again see what else Ouija we can... Ouija board. And maybe record a little Ouija bit. Board, baby, <laughs> <laughs> Ouija board, baby, boy. Ouija um, baby, boy. I think we might try to record a little bit more while we're there this time because the fact that we picked that up makes me think, like, we should re- record more audio just, just to see. Yeah. It's, does it say y'all's? It, it does. It does say y'all. Oh my god, I says, didn't know that. It says, darkness falls across the land, midnight hours close at hand, creatures crawl in search of blood to terrorize y'all's neighborhood. It does say it y'all's. y'all's. It says y'all's. I had no to idea. To terrorize y'all's neighborhood. Is he Cleveland? <laughs> he is Cleveland. A little bit. Oh, okay. It's the thriller. <laughs> <laughs> but that was... That's darkness a- falls across the land. <laughs> oh my god, okay. Well, all right. Well, that's that's it. That's the show. Um, I learned something, so we're good. We're done. <laughs> as long as we've all yeah, learned something. That's yeah. By the way, that's how we're doing the show from now on. Once Steve learns something, the episode ends. Yeah, it's over from there. Happened faster this time. 
It usually takes much longer. Yeah. But uh, that's because I refuse to learn new things. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. So we're talking no. about we're talking <laughs> no about horror new wrinkles. I had nothing to say. So no new this, brain wrinkles. This first one we're gonna, so yes. Look, I I really do want to do it an adventure adventure episode adventure adventure and uh yeah, we might do that this month uh but this but what we're going to be talking about right now is with horror we're not going to be just talking about horror movies we're definitely going to be talking about that but we're going to just be what the word horror can apply to yeah and we're going to try to be we talked about fear and we talked and we creeped the hell out of caleb last year with fear month we're going to try to be calmer yeah, and we're gonna try and we're gonna try and, we're not gonna we're not gonna talk about personal fears as much as much as we're gonna start describing. We might have episodes that describe or tell scary stories or horror stories that yeah. might scare you more at home than they yeah. scare us here. Yeah, because there's a, a to tease ahead. We found a thing that and you can find them on the internet, but we're gonna read some. They're like like one two sentence like horror stories, and some of them are fucking creepy. Yeah, it's so like we're gonna do some stuff like that. Yeah, and they're great. I, they're they're, they're really well done. horror they're really stories well that are only two sentences. Some of them are very for anyone who's an English major. There's some run on sentences. <laughs> there is something that's like, oh yeah, this paragraph is two sentences. Yeah, yeah they they turn all the periods into commas basically. <laughs> but, but, yeah. Yeah. But there's still there's some really good ones out there. It's so like stuff like that. But uh, but I guess for this 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 start off conversation, uh, horror movies, they're scary. Heard right? of them? Yeah. Does anyone have a have a favorite? I'm not a huge horror movie guy. You know, you know neither am I, and uh, neither am I. <laughs> all right. Okay. So that's no. So nobody. No, but like I like the movie Willow. There you go. <laughs> I that's, love it, Willow. That scares Let's me. Talk. Who Framed Roger Rabbit scares me. I think I talked about that last. Oh, you talked about that in Fear. The part. Oh yeah, because we're talking about movies the, that scare you that shouldn't. The, yeah, moments in non-horror movies that scared you. Yeah, and that was that was yours when. Well, when because the, I don't know if we talked. Doom. I don't know if we talked about it. We might have, but the uh, on the hundred greatest movie scary moments that they did on like I forget what channel put that on. It might have been like Bravo or something AMC. like that. AMC. Did the top 100 oh. scariest movie moments, and well, well, Willy Wonka and the oh. Chocolate Factory made the top 100. The Hell Tunnel? Yeah, with Gene Wilder losing his shit. Yeah. That made the top 100 scariest moments of all going. time. And it was pretty high up. I want to say oh. it was top 50. And rest in peace, Gene Wilder. Yeah. Uh, that, was, that one bummed that was, me Yeah, out. that was I mean, news. at least he was old, so it was like... It wasn't a surprise. Yeah, you know what I mean, it wasn't. It wasn't like when Robin went, like because that, like that. Yeah, that was a that shock. like or Prince, me, like, like that was a shock. Yeah, but like Gene, Gene Wilder was also like one of my early idols, like as a kid, and you know, so I was I was bummed to yeah. to, to see that. But I was like, well, he was old and had Alzheimer's and, and was away from the you know he was out of the picture for a while. He yeah. stopped acting and stopped doing that stuff. So it's like, yeah. you know, it doesn't make it any less sad. But there was at least you know there was it the- wasn't it wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't a tragic early <laughs> right yeah. death. You yeah, know? but it's it is someone that you kind of reflect and just be like, wow, they were truly amazing. Like, very thank goodness that they did what they did because yeah, there's so many movies of his that I just go crazy for. Yeah, mm-hmm. there were so many people though who were posting things of like, oh, he's finally reunited with Gilda and stuff. I'm like, he was also married for like thirty years, years after yeah. Gilda <laughs> after Gilda movie. Radner died. Like, yeah, really, really just writing off that lady. Yep. Well, Ooh. she wasn't killed or She there, wasn't on Saturday Night Live, so uh, who needs her? Yeah. Um, but yeah. So is that our scary Horror. story? The ghost that's of our, Gene that's, Wilder. Yeah. <laughs> the ghost of Gene Wilder. I mean, there was Young Frankenstein, not really a horror movie, but. You don't want to know my scariest horror movie, honestly. That you made? No. No. 
uh, uh, deliverance for me. Well, yeah. Um, only because my story, it's a personal story. Um, I went on a... I'm sorry. This goes way back. This is young Steve. Okay. All right. This is not... The, the personal story is about me watching the movie Deliverance, not something that happened... Deliverancy. That, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, let's get that Sorry. out of the way right I, now. I, was, I just, I looked at Logan Where you like, thought this was going to oh go God. really bad. Me and this Caleb is... kept looking at her just like, this is going to go somewhere. <laughs> like, we're going to learn is... something new about Steve. No. It's going to happen on this so podcast. So, when, when I was younger... <laughs> this is where the breakthrough happens. It's <laughs> for when, us and our 40 listeners. <laughs> when I uh, when I was younger, uh, I, was, I was in college, and... I started dating a girl. It's a pretty wide swath of I know, time. seven or eight years in there. Uh, Sorry. I think I was... Was I still living in Iowa City? No, you know what? This may have been after college. Oh, shit. Yeah, this may have been after the seven years, so maybe not that long ago. <laughs> At least six to seven years ago, but a little longer than that. But I started dating a girl. Six first, months ago. First date, we went out, and That's I came... usually what you do on a yeah, first date. Sure. This, and then we went back to her this place. This checks out. And we just turned on the movie channel we we're just sitting there watching movies and she ended up falling asleep on the me. movie channel some movie channel <laughs> okay i think it was like showtime or stars or something like that right and we're just watching movies and then she ended up falling asleep kind of on my arm the remote controls on the floor you gotta, you gotta aim that mic more at your face uh so keep, the, keep talking i'm just not even gonna cut that out just keep talking i just wanted so to. so basically like i i can't move at the point that we're on deliverance comes well, no, on. just you have to just keep your mouth in front of the mic. Oh, sorry. It's, no, because uh, because yeah, because of what's happening here. Now it's staying in because it's a bit. <laughs> Yay! Um, but I ended up having I laid there and I I deliverance started and I hadn't seen it before and I watched it the whole way through and I was just trying to get to the remote. I was like, I don't want to watch this right now. It's like one in the morning. Oh, and that was the first time you saw it. Yeah. And I and I was like forced to watch it because she's asleep on my arm and I can't reach the remote. And I didn't want to like wake her up and be like, "Hey, can we not watch Deliverance? Like, please." I think that would have been okay. Yeah, yeah well, I don't that's think not she, what I did. I don't think she'd have been like, "You dick." Nope, I just stayed up and watched Deliverance especially for this the early, for the end of this first day. Especially in the early part of a relationship, most people will forgive you of that. Like, oh, all right, yeah. Well, that's not how that's dating. not how I operate. No, this is my date night movie. Okay, but that movie. Whew. This is my this is my tester movie. So, this is how I really know that this so one's know worth if, it. If he's the one for me. Uh. <laughs> It's a psychotic, psychotic movie, but, but well, yeah, yeah. Well, and that's and that's a, a movie where it's like, like that's on that cusp of like it's a horrific movie. It's not like considered a horror movie, but like it fucking is. But like it's it, like misery. It's it's so psychologically traumatizing without yeah. being a horror movie, without being yeah. like a slasher horror or a that kind of thing. It's a psychological thriller. Yeah, yeah. Which, which even though like a terrible thing happens yeah it's, it's not even necessarily about the act it's about the i don't know the the tone the 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 psychological scar left yeah. by it's you know what i mean yeah exactly like, it's not about it's not about going blah and making you go oh my goodness it's about making you go yeah just, <laughs> like, yeah you know exactly I mean? like, yeah misery misery is a hard one misery is yeah because she's just yeah she's there's like a little bit of her in everyone. Like he like this well, little she's bit of so, fandom. She's so good. Yeah. So we, yeah. That's, she's so good. Yeah. Well, and, and that one too is another one where it's like, yeah, there is like the hobbling scene, which is like upsetting to watch. But like mm-hmm. the main thing with that movie of like what gives it, it it's it's a claustrophobic movie. And it's supposed yeah. to be a claustrophobic movie. It's supposed to feel that way, that you're supposed to feel like you can't escape the movie because he can't. You know what I mean? So it's like right. that's another thing where it's like it's not it's not about the 
the things that scare you or anything. It's the, it's just that it's that feeling you're stuck with. And those are always like my favorite kinds of horror movies, the ones that just leave you with a feeling. Like like actually one I really liked. It was really popular and then the whole it had a whole franchise of shitty movies, but it was when Paranormal Activity came out, that first right. one. Yeah. Like cuz really like yeah, there are like kind of scares in it, but like most of that movie up until the end and then it has like a bad jump scare at the end. Right. Uh, but like throughout the movie it's just more about just the feeling it leaves you with and like it, when it shows when it like speeds up through the time and like like yeah. she just gets up and like stands there and like there's, there's like a general, hours yeah and it's like it's not even about like a thing going like be scared it's just about like you're just gonna feel a little yeah and even un- like you feel a little tense well and i felt like be... i i get that feeling of like it almost like movies like that where it's such a psychological. Caleb's perked up now. Now that we're yeah. talking about, I see, I see him yep. getting. I'm sorry, buddy. We're doing it again. I'm sorry. It's okay. But it's that psychological <laughs> feeling you get, like when you you get right. kind of warm and flush, and like you kind of get like the itchy scalp. I almost get like that feeling of when like you're in trouble with someone. Yeah. You ever have like an authority yeah. figure like yeah. pull you aside and you get that whole like you're you get all clammy and like that's what I get from some of those movies. I got like like seven as a movie. When I get done watching that, I'm like, ugh, I just like I don't know why. I just feel so like Oh really? Yeah. With that movie? Because well, it's just I, I I think we've talked about this in fear where I like I extend that movie to like what happens after the movie's over and make that a whole real universe, like a whole real world. Like this guy's left without his wife who he now found out is pregnant and what's his life like I, I do that in my own head do you know they were working on a terrible sequel for that movie really it's it called, called eight, eight. <laughs> <laughs> no I, seven, seven and three quarters but it was it was it was uh gonna follow morgan freeman's character further and he was gonna it was gonna get like he was gonna like have a magic power like it was gonna get oh, real bad wow it was gonna go down a complete road of just it was he was gonna like i think he was gonna have like some sort of like psychic power or something like it was gonna get real dumb oh, and like why i don't know i do not know and luckily it got killed because like that yeah that sounds like a terrible follow-up to that movie i can't remember what the full story was and i don't even think it was gonna be like a like it wasn't gonna be about the seven deadly sins again i don't think at all or you know it might have been about right. like a murder case like it wasn't even gonna really like so the only tie-in was gonna it was gonna have morgan, morgan freeman is the same character you know Okay. It was it was basically gonna be like the U.S. Marshals of Seven, you know. Gotcha. What I mean, we're like, gotcha. Where it's like, I mean, granted that was just fugitive again, right? But it's like, what if we just hang out with Tommy Lee Jones the whole time? Yeah. <laughs> instead of the fugitive, yeah. Yep. Instead of the fugitive and watch his story, it's like, yeah, we'll get to that. But like, yeah, but Tommy Lee Jones, but Tommy Lee Jones, Robert Downey Jr. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Yep. Well, I think that's how they did that too, because they're just like, well, then we'll make the. I mean, spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! But the reveal of the bad guy will be like, oh, he'll just be one of the cops. So it's like we can follow the cops the whole time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and not have to actually like follow Wesley Snipes, <laughs> like trying to solve the mystery. He'll just run. Right. Uh, but uh, a horror movie. I know we've talked about this, Caleb, because this is one I really love. Because it's kind of I mean, we might have mentioned it in Fear. I can't remember, but it's it's because it kind of subverts horror. Genre, but Cabin in the Woods. Yeah, that's the one. That's that's pretty much the scariest movie I've watched in the last like. Because you really don't like movies. scary movies. Not a big fan. Because I, you know, that thing you said you were you, like you feel like someone's mad at you. Like literally every conversation I have with someone who's a <laughs> boss of mine, like I think that they're mad at me and right. Like, yeah. I'm just and like I said last year, I'm real skittish. So like, right, you know, yeah. Like but but Cabin in the Woods, that's one of my favorites. Even though I I don't know if I'd really call it a horror movie. Like it yeah. is, but it's kind of a horror comedy. I haven't seen it. 
Oh, it's really it's fucking great. But it really because it's about it really plays off the it plays off of the uh, the archetypes of horror movies, but not in a like parody like scary movie way. It's it's like it's different. It's about how those it almost gives like a history to those archetypes. It's really interesting. It really like I don't want to tell you if you haven't seen it. I don't want to say much more. Okay, because like, especially if you've seen because I saw it kind of knowing the twist already. And if you don't, like, then it's it's really fun. And it's just it's a really fun movie too. Like, it's also well, and, it's and not like like just a bummer. Like, it's a those, fun yeah. movie. Those characters are taken like straight from like a Wes Craven movie. Like, a, like well, yeah, because they they are archetypes, but then they tie them to like you know where those archetypes came from in the first place. But also yeah. puts it in our in our modern vernacular movie, especially as a aware film going audience because you know we because now this movie is it's post scream that movie broke down exactly right you know archetypes and like and just the characters said it just like this is what happens in slasher movies right and yeah. you're gonna see that and it's still gonna be kind of surprising and fun even though we are straight up telling you right. what we're doing and then after that is where like it got then like too many horror movies like tried to do that or like too many tried to be aware yeah you know what i mean and and Cabin in the Woods does that, but I think it does it in a really smart way. It's like from the beginning, it's like, no, we are aware of this, but like the characters aren't. Like it's really it's really interesting. Nice. But uh, like that's one I really love. Um, I'm trying to think of there's other like horror movies that I really like. Like I, there's really no like there are, most of the movies I like that have a horror slant to them. Like like one I like is a comedy, but I think also like Shaun of the Dead is one of like my favorite right. movies of all time. That's like a it great is movie. it isn't like my top 10 favorite movies. And like that's a comedy and it's a very very funny comedy, but also it's a very faithfully done zombie movie. Yes. Like it's yeah. not a zombie <clears throat> parody, it's a zombie movie that happens to be a really great comedy. Yes. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? Like yeah. it, it it's not it's it's never uh it my 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 like barometer, it never reaches scary movie proportion. You know what right. I mean? You know what I mean? I think never... I think the most ridiculous part of the movie is just and spoiler alert again for this, but <laughs> it's just him keeping his friend after he's a zombie and playing video games. That's but even the only... that, even that, in the I mean, world... that, that it works in that world. Yeah. And the world it's set up and especially by the end, it's just like, Oh, it happened and this was a horrible day, but then like it got solved. Right. They never break convention for a joke. No, 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 not yes. At all. That's, I think that's the difference. And they, well, and they never, they never, uh, betray the, uh, the reality of the world, the seriousness of that world of just like, like, no, this is actually happening. Right. Yeah. Like funny things will happen, but like, there, it's it's one of the few comedies where the stakes are very high the whole time. Yes, yeah. In a in kind of a romantic comedy, like that's yeah. You oh, know yeah. what I mean? That's yeah. kind of but rare. I mean, yeah, and some of the stuff in it, is, I just the the mood changes, even though it is a comedy and it's supposed to be a comedy, but the mood changes at times where it's you know like his mom and stuff like that. That whole where it's really that whole serious. scene has a couple of jokes in it, but it's very dark. Yeah, it's like when like when the climax is happening, like it doesn't. It doesn't try to undercut any of it for a joke. Right. Like it, yeah. it gets a little crazy, like right after all the shit goes down. But yeah, when like when his mom turns and when the you know and David has the gun and stuff like that is like just a tense scene and it's yeah. well done. And like and I think that's what a lot of people miss when they want to make kind of a comedy mashup of something is like no, you can actually still just do the story. Like mm-hmm. you can have your story moments not be undercut by comedy. You can take those seriously. Right. But that's what that's what you you earn those comedy moments because exactly. you, have to, you have to you have to 
make the tension and then break. And that's what I think. I think a lot of people miss when they try to make <clears throat> those, like especially like horror comedy mashups. Why a lot of those don't work for me is because they don't build the tension. They're too worried about being a comedy, and what they don't realize is, especially in horror comedy, that's where you can because comedy, so much of comedy is tension being broken. Mm-hmm. And horror, like you immediately have the stakes are high, which it's about murder. You know, like a lot of them, it's about your actual life being at risk. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like so that's already just tension right there. So you can earn that, make that tension real, and then once you kind of you know sidestep whatever that serious thing is, boom, joke. You have a tension breaking joke. I mean, you know. Yeah. I was just thinking about a horror comedy that I don't know if it's a horror comedy, if it's just straight horror, or what it is. <clears throat> if it's a horror comedy or what it is, um, the movie I remember seeing the trailer as a kid and thinking, oh, that's a comedy. And then I watched it and I was like, where's the jokes? It's the movie Vampire in Brooklyn with Eddie Murphy. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. I remember the trailer is like, Eddie Murphy. And then like, yeah. And then he's saying, I've been shot. I've been stabbed. And he goes through all the ways he's been killed. And then the way he says it, or he did, but I've never been shot before. It kind of tickles. And, he, and the way he says it is like, oh, they're setting it up for like this fun thing. And they have this. But then when you watch that movie, there's like it's really not no, no comedy in it no but it's not I mean but that was just in the era it was just the height of Eddie Murphy so it was just it was just trying to sell everything was, was, that way you yeah, know what it I mean? was trying to sell it as Eddie Murphy doing a vampire movie which I automatically assumed was like supposed to be a comedy I read Eddie it. Murphy and Eddie Murphy and Eddie Murphy are the brides of Dracula. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, I did not. Uh, I did not. I never watched it all the way through, but I remember catching part of it and then being like, "This is an Eddie Murphy movie." Like, I'm like, yeah. well, no, there are there are parts of it that are comedic. There's like he he um has like an underling or like just a guy that he like puts a ring on or something or makes him drink his blood and he turns into like a, a well, and that's a, a straight zombie and thing. that's actually a straight up thing from the original Dracula and it actually made me think and this is gonna sound bad because it has kind of the same thing but i was like i'm like speaking of a black guy playing a vampire i remember watching blackula mm-hmm. which is actually better than its title is like it's its title makes it sound like it's gonna be like everyone thinks it's like this really like really black exploitation movie just because that's like the people's right. vision it's actually just like telling the dracula story but instead it's a black guy and he like comes to harlem yeah you know it like and like that's that's it but it's basically it still is Dracula. It follows that same story, mm-hmm. and that's, it sounds like that's kind of what then Vampire in Brooklyn did too. Tried to, yeah, because it's like because that's in Nosferatu and in Dracula, there is the character who becomes like a familiar, and he can make do their bidding, and so like yeah. that. Cause it's like the first guy who goes to stay at the castle, and then he becomes Reinhardt. Like, Reinhardt, yes, uh, Reinhardt. In uh, in uh, in Dracula, Bram Stoker's that I know. Yeah, that's Dracula. It's Reinhardt. Tom yeah. Waits. Yeah, and he kind of became weirdly to the. Because the actually the guy that played Reinhardt in the um, original Dracula, the Bela Lugosi one, he went on to like play Igor in like one of the first Frankenstein movies that they brought Igor into. So like mm-hmm. weirdly, the Reinhardt character in the movie kind of created the character of Igor, yeah, in like a weird way, just because of like that shared actor and and like had his performance. And the guy who plays Reinhardt in the original Dracula like is really fucking fun and weird and like. I remember looking him up and he only did like a few movies, like those horror movies back in the day and like died kind of young. And so like, it didn't really do much. I think maybe drank himself to death. I'm not sure. It's hard to tell when you look up P 
people who were in Hollywood in that era, it's either they they went on and made fifty movies a year, or they drank themselves to death at thirty. <laughs> like it's kind of yeah. that's kind of oh, the boy. the two sides of the coin of the mm. industry back then. Yeah, but uh, I mean, no wonder it was. I mean, like everybody was a star then. You want to be a star? Well, I, like if you look at those old actors, like IMDb pages. Like, it's such a long fucking list, and you'll see, like, oh, Humphrey Bogart made seven movies in 1941. Like, they just... Because, like, the the studio system, they were cranking them out. Wow. Yep. And then think of how many, like, actual great movies they made, too. I mean, they made a lot of shit, too. Like, everyone acts like, oh, movies these days. I'm like, no, we just don't remember the bad ones. (laughs) Right, exactly. They cranked out a lot of bad movies back then, but the good ones we got... They stick with you. They yeah. really do stick with Well, them. and just there were more good ones because there was just they were just cranking out movies and you know what I mean? And you had these and a lot of them people don't realize are kind of just the same movie over and over again. But new director, dressing it up, you know, yeah. different yeah. different you know, great acting duo, you know, of leads, because like I don't know. I like I rambling. Well, I was gonna say I was thinking horror. I was gonna say horror. Well, on horror and old movies and famous duos. Abbott and, Abbott and Costello. Abbott and Costello. <laughs> Abbott and Costello. Abbott Costello and <laughs> Abbott Costello and Laura Hardy. And the two of them together were the greatest team. No, yeah, Abbott and Costello. They uh, they meet the mummy. They they met all the monsters. That yeah. was actually uh, that was the right on the like because it was like those Universal monsters came out. And when I say Universal, I mean the studio. The right because they are the ones who did like. Frankenstein, Dracula, the Wolfman, Mummy. Like, they did those ones. And those monsters were, like, cool for a while. And then once they started teaming up with, like, Abbott and Costello, Mm -hmm. it actually, they disappeared kind of from, like, the zeitgeist. They became a joke. Because then it was, oh, now I guess they'll hang out with Scooby-Doo or whatever. Like, it wasn't until then, like, the late 60s when those characters kind of made a comeback. And that was Mm -hmm. when then, like, Christopher Lee and Peter Cushing like started doing like right. those movies and kind of they it was kind of when like drive-in movies and like kind of the grindhouse started up. Oh, is when is when that's when those movies and like kind of monsters and like horror kind of came back like in the in the fifties because the fifties was where uh, sci-fi started. Fifties and sixties were sci-fi. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep, 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 so yep, if yep. you had something that even was kind of horror based, it was aliens. It wasn't. It wasn't the monsters of legend or anything. It was all because that was just what we were dealing with was the march of progress, especially right. after World War Two, which was a lot of the horrors of World War Two came from the advance of technology. I yeah, mean, wasn't it aliens know. and robots were the things you were fighting for the most part? Pretty much in yeah. in those in those days. After that, and you know, uh, and the closest thing you really had to monster movies were uh, like the the uh, like Godzilla and stuff, right, the yeah. the kaiju movies, and that was because that was and that was influenced by us dropping atom bombs on them because everything was then based on because right. their their fear of the radioactive and that's yes. where that, cause that's where Godzilla just straight up and came that, from and that created a lot of creatures too the radioactive and, and yeah so you, you've got the 50 foot woman and the yeah and, the that's, and, and that's what it was so it was all sci-fi it was either all aliens or it was some, it was something created by science yeah, is, what, exactly. is what all yeah. horror was in the 50s and early 60s yeah which is why I wasn't so upset with Crystal I wasn't so upset with Crystal Skull because they have, they said in that time, it does fit in the era, with, and it yeah. fits in the era. And I 
enjoy that they they made it because they were going off of the serial of like when it took place mm-hmm. and stuff. Right. But yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I, I, I thought the same thing. I didn't love the movie, but I was like, it didn't bother me that it was aliens. No, that yeah, didn't bother. No, me. that didn't bother me. The, the part that bothered me was that a, a monkey with the same hairdo as <laughs> Shia LaBeouf, and they're all swinging like, through the yeah, yeah, yeah. and the and the ants that can make intricate things with themselves the fire ants no man you've seen ant man oh my god ants like that do exist that can build like that they're not make towers yeah Yeah. those those like big things those are those that's a heightened version but they're yeah they're ants that can like well then the fridge scene also that and just bad cgi in general but uh but yeah but that was a horror of a movie hey tying it back (laughs) Is he? No. Uh, but <laughs> no, but yeah. So that was so sci. That was yeah. That was in the era where horror, as we know it, was more sci-fi. It was more right. actually based on our fear of the future. Yeah. Can I tell you guys about a horror movie that I've watched that freaks me out that shouldn't? Yes. Love it. This is a movie called The Secret of Nim. Ooh. That's terrifying. I've actually never that. seen it. I Dark just Crystal. It. Fern Gully. Ooh, that's uh, other parts of that that are scary a little. Toxic love. Uh, oh. Oh. Uh, so this movie is called Mosquitoes, and it is a horror movie in which aliens land in a swamp, and mosquitoes drink their blood and then become the size. Of course, they bec- they become the size of like. I'm. This has to be like <clears throat> 1964 because this was like right. No, no, this is like no, just way later. Fuck off. Is, is this like sci-fi? Yeah. Oh, this would be sci-fi original. Something like. That. Oh, I've seen clips of this one. This yeah. one is, and it's, and it freaks me out more than it should, just because I don't really love. You don't like, like bugs. bugs? You don't like creepy crawlies? I don't like bugs, but like the, it's, it's parts of it are so fake. But like that's yeah. so you know now that I've never really connected it. The early sci-fi channel just was horror from the 60s, but remade with shitty. Because like that's in, and then it was just trying to find how how can any any creature we think of how can that be a killer? Yeah. You know, oh, yeah, like 1971, like had the movie Frogs. It was about frogs. Yeah, that would kill. Now I'm trying to think. Sort of. That movie's actually really interesting because the frogs don't do a lot of the killing. There's also snakes and stuff. And like at some point, the frogs like clog. They clog like a greenhouse so it gets filled up with poison. Like it's it's really. Love it. Like I'm just like, just make a giant frog that eats people. Like I don't just do that. How about (laughs) Sam Elliott's in it? Ooh, oh, nice! A young-ish Sam Elliott, because even when he was young, he still looked fifty. How about I'm Sam Elliott for frogs? Any Frog movie where, like you're talking about, dinner. where massive animal attacks. I I'm remembering a movie I saw. It's not that scary, but it's meant to be a scary movie. It's called Snake Island. <laughs> no joke. There's a scene where snakes are just attacking them in a room, like coming in from all sides. They're stuck on this island full yeah. of snakes. And there's all these poisonous snakes, and the guy is like, he catches one and like snaps its neck in his hands. This is meant to be real. Yeah. He hits a chair over a couple of them. Oh, I think I've seen it. Wait, clip. he breaks a chair over some snakes' heads? Yeah, and there's a dream sequence where the woman like, has a like, dream. It's like a Wild West bar fight. Like yeah, one, almost one gets snakes. thrown off a balcony. And... I was going to say Roadhouse with snakes. Yes. <laughs> But there's a dream sequence where the woman is asleep and she sees like three of these like cobra esque snakes like 
come up beside her bed and they start talking to her and one's like you better get out of here you bitch like and it's the snake talking Jeez. and they're like snake puppets and i was just like what is this that's but there's a ton of those because there's like snake island spider island like all these different oh, i like, think you put on an island yeah <laughs> caleb just, just gave a big nope no nope, not, not that one yeah that's a that's a one that exists too but. no thanks i was like snapping I, turtle i island. know you're creeped out with spiders but some of the best like shitty like horror movies or anytime it was like a giant spider because they always looked the worst yeah like, big like there was so many like several movies like mystery science theater watched that were about like like radioactive spiders and they just have the the craziest shittiest look to them like just like big shitty puppets the best one is there's one called giant spider invasion it's like a giant it's supposed to be like a giant spider but like it's its legs clearly don't actually touch the ground because it's just like a parade float being pushed. <laughs> and it's like just legs moving up and down. It's like, oh, the big scary spider. <laughs> it's like, no, that is... I made this one out like, of pipe nope, cleaners. That is, a, that is a Volkswagen rabbit. That is what that is. Oh, God. <laughs> that is. That's awesome. But like, I, 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 I love just old shitty horror movies. And a big part of that comes from Mystery Science Theater 2000, like why I fell in love with those movies. Right. Because like that whole thing I was talking about, like the 50s and 60s of the sci-fi, like I learned that because of Mystery Science Theater. Like right. that was actually my gateway into old like drive-in horror movies. Like I, like one, like the first time I saw like The Killer Shrews, which was about big shrews, which was great because it was just a shrew mask on dogs. And they're just like, <laughs> run dogs, the other shrews, am I right? nope very clearly dogs but like then i actually just have an affinity for those like shitty movies where it's like let's put a a mask on a dog or just you know a a, we're gonna take like a diving suit but like mold a mask on it so it's just this big cumbersome not scary at all monster like that's where it's or like oh we're gonna really do a really shitty uh double exposure like to create a giant man or woman you know what i mean because like the the attack of the 50 foot woman is just uh just a master class of shitty double exposure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I, I really, I really, or the amazing colossal man and stuff like that. Yep. I, I love those old horror movies. So those are probably like, so, so Ed Wood is Ed. Yeah. Ed Wood aesthetic. Kind of, yeah. Like the, those kind of, those kind of movies. I've never actually seen it. I've never watched plan nine from outer space. I haven't watched actually any Ed Wood movies, but yeah, but that, yeah, that era, that, that just like I don't know, it's gotta have a vampire or an alien in it. Like that's what a lot of the yeah. giant Gila monster is such a great oh one. That's a, that's a great episode of Mystery Science Theater and also because any it's just they got an actual Gila monster and it's like oh it's destroying a train and it's just like a toy train yeah. on a track. Like anytime you can get like an animal and just have it like break a toy and whoa no, isn't there what <laughs> there's a there's one famous horror movie it's called Them and it's just giant ants. That's giant ants is them. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, gi- them. Uh, the beginning of the end is giant grasshoppers. Nice. Uh, and it's just yeah, in front of a you know rear projection screen, close up of a grasshopper's face, and then cut to someone going ah, and then yep. and then and then cut to people who are nearby is going oh they ate him, and then like, <laughs> like, yeah. like I love like those movies were just made through terrible editing. Like it's the only way they <laughs> they can make those. What's a triffid? <laughs> a triffid? There's a movie that's like the triffids. The Triffids. Oh, and they're I've never like weird heard of that one. plant creature. Oh, I've never heard things. of that. And there's they a, spit poison. There was a movie from the seventies called uh it was like like the Night of the Lupin Lupines or something like that. Oh, is that like the giant rabbit yeah. one? Yeah. Yeah. Mean. Oh, yeah, it's something like that, but it's it's the it's the giant rabbits just sprinting down like miniature neighborhood sets. 
And like they just put like you know like blood on the rabbits' faces and being like ah oh, they're monsters. Yeah, <laughs> like uh, just feed them a raspberry. Basically, yeah, <laughs> essentially. Uh, 1962 movie, The Triffids, based off a 1951 novel, The Day of the Triffids, is a tall, mobile, prolific, and highly venomous plant species. It can walk. It's got little root feet, and oh, it walks around and it spits poison interesting yeah it just it looks like a pokemon it's just a big plant yeah so that was a it's movie where people are getting chased by just plants that came speaking to life. though of plants it's it's a it's a there's like a quadruple connection here to leading me to one of my favorite horror movies that i forgot that i didn't mention all right one of my favorite horror movies is john carpenter's the thing how did i get that from pants daddy i'll tell you from plants not pants, plants, not pants. uh I, I honestly i really thought you were gonna say the happening and i was going to make fun of you no that is one of the worst movies I've ever seen in my life. The Happening. Mm. It's the trees. What? Guys are doing it. I think it's the trees. Guys, I'm pretty sure it's the trees. Bunch of fucking queers. Oh, boy. <laughs> that's, that's, that's Mark Wahlberg. That's, <laughs> 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 He's got hate crimes under his belt. Yep. Uh, it does indeed. But uh, no, because the original, uh, the movie uh, that was kind of... Because like the thing was... A short story it was called it was called like who goes there or something mm-hmm. was the Ugh, is the initial terrifying. story uh but then the movie they made was called uh the, like the thing from another planet or whatever and it was basically it was the same thing but like it was plant-based was the original thing that's how i got there it was plant nice yeah. i was like walking plant i'm like oh that was the original thing and i'm like oh john carpenter's a thing is one of my favorite horror movies. that's a good one. i truly love that movie. that's a good one like it's such a good fucking movie i i really love because Caleb, we've shared our our mutual uh, unjustified love for Deep Blue Sea, um, <laughs> but I love I love any movie, yeah. any movie where people are like confined and like they're getting like picked off one by one. But like, yeah. I don't know. That's a real like I I really like that because yeah. even like the uh, um, what was it? Uh, Alien Resurrection. The yeah, which is considered to be like a terrible movie. Joss Whedon wrote that. Oh yeah, he did. Yeah. But like, and it's it's not a great movie. But I I did like get into it just because it was that for some reason. I because I, I was younger. Like I first saw it, it was probably middle school when it came out yeah. or whatever. And I remember just watching it a few times just because I like that vibe of like they're going through the ship trying to get. To, I don't even remember what the fucking goal was. You know, yeah. whatever. To get to the other, they like basically go, get to the other to get end to of the ship. Escape, yeah, to, to get, get to an escape thing. Yeah, to get to an escape thing. And there's just a weird vibe in that movie the whole time. Like it just has a very weird heightened reality to it. And then like the xenomorphs are following them. And I, I just remember like loving that. Like I do. I just like those. So it's like it's weird. I don't like slasher movies more because it's because those are just kids being picked off one by one. You know what I mean? Right. So how do you feel about the movie I, The Cube? I've, I've never, actually never, I've seen, never, Cube. I've never, never seen, seen Cube. Cube. I've actually never seen Cube. See That's a good one. Hypercube is a pile of shit, but Cube, and I've never seen Cube Zero, actually, which is the third see. one. Right. I Hypercube really, is like space and time. I like, oh, really? Yeah. I like uh, I like the uh, what you were saying about that, the getting picked off one by one. Yeah. The, one that, the thing that makes it better for me is when... Uh, there's a reason for them to stay in the house. Like, cause that's, cause that's what all those are. Just uh, yeah, stuck re- in the yeah. house of the monster. Yeah. Just an actual, re- you're, you're, yeah, like a spaceship is perfect thing. It's yeah. like, well, they yeah. can't just, leave. yeah. Where are you going to go? You know I mean? Or uh, an underwater, facility. underwater. Yeah. Well, I think that's why with slasher movies, why I don't have the same, the same revelry for that is, be- is revelry the right word? Reverence. Ooh. Reverence. Thank you. Cause revelry would be, I mean, I was shouting about it. Sure. Hi-ya! I was celebrating it. <laughs> hi yeah. Right. I love these ones. <laughs> Hi-ya. 
Oh, I'm, al- hey. I'm also doing karate. I'm sure. also Miss Piggy doing karate. Nice. I love it. Um, but no, like why I don't have the same reverence is is I think because a lot of times slasher movies are just way more open. Yeah, they're never they're rarely confined to one place. You know what I mean? Because even like even the good ones, like even Friday Thirteenth, is a whole camp. You know what I mean? It, so you know, so you like Jason X? <laughs> I was just gonna <laughs> I was just gonna say. Or, uh, How it doesn't work though. <laughs> or Leprechaun in space. Leprechaun in space. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. Yeah. yeah. And then the, the, the first that first Leprechaun movie, I will say, most of them after not scary. But that first Leprechaun one, there was is was scary because it. I was I a child. Disagree. No, I was a child. There's one part that freaked me out, and that's when the woman falls down the stairs and breaks her neck, and she's an old woman, and then. Uh, the the leprechaun or whatever like either moves her mouth or like puts in he's like oh don't worry dear i just got a crick in my neck or something and i was just like you vagina doubtfire dear yep i can <laughs> hip hop beep up dance till you drop also i'm a zombie uh, <laughs> yeah uh, i don't remember that scene i remember that like i remember right that movie it's right at the top because i just remember the other really terrible kills where he like kills a guy with a pogo stick by just jumping on him and it just cuts to oh. warwick davis just going ah <laughs> like bouncing up and down yeah and then i think he makes like a guy in rollerblades like just ride through a sign and die or something no, that's, i think those are all in number two because there's i've like... never seen the second one. Oh. No, because like the first one, the kills that happen are just on the like because he doesn't actually kill any of the main characters. It's just random people while he's trying to find Jennifer Aniston. Yeah, and then once he finally catches up to her, they throw shoes for him, and he—that's how they distract him while they get his gold or whatever. Or the oh, the four leaf. Clo- oh my god. Okay, so they can get the floor, four leaf clover, so they can like slingshot it into his mouth, so it kills him. There was nothing about those movies that were scary at all. Mm-hmm. Like there was just nothing that, that worked. That part was scary. And then, but how they try to get him to uh, take, to ingest uh, uh, four leaf clover in uh, Leprechaun into Hood is trying to get him to smoke a joint laced with four leaf clover. Yeah. Does he smoke it? Yeah. There's, but there's, like, it doesn't hurt him. That movie, so have you ever seen that movie? Rapping. That yes, movie there's is. There's so much rapping. Yeah, but not as much as you'd think. He doesn't, <laughs> he doesn't actually rap till the end, till the movie's over during the credits, then where he raps. And like oh, it's and yeah, that is yeah, but he's just rhyming. The and that's another thing, like off of like the 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 ones uh, the horror movies that later their later editions try to be comedies and they don't know how to do comedy, right? Because that movie and that's like the biggest bummer in the world is comedy done wrong, is when someone who clearly doesn't know how to actually craft like a fucking joke to save their fucking life, right? Then it's like oh, we'll make this one a comedy because it's just a bummer. Right. It is a bummer the whole time. It's hard to watch. It's oh, it's so hard to watch. Like I'll, it's, be, it's, I'll be watching that movie this Christmas or uh, this Christmas. I'm gonna Christmas. I'm gonna watch I'm the gonna, leprechaun themed uh, horror movie a, for Christmas. Start a fire on the on Christmas Eve on the 24th and pop in. Leprechaun I like I like to watch it on I like to watch it on St. Patty's. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's fair. That's that's more fair. It makes leprechaun. more sense than, than, than Halloween. Than Christmas. I was gonna say Halloween <laughs> yeah, season. Yeah. But, uh, um, another horror movie I enjoy uh, is It, which oh, they're remaking. Terrifying. They are remaking. They are right? And they're going to try and be more true to the book, I've heard, in this one. Oh, really? Um, because apparently the amount of clown we see in the first It is not... Apparently that the creature from It 
shows up in lots more forms than just the clown in the book is what I've heard. But it's just so terrifying and so well Oh, well, the done. clown, yeah. And I they did cast the clown, and I can't remember who they cast. It's a, uh, I think his name is Bill Skarsgård. He's the... Yeah. I think he's the son of Stellan Skarsgård and the brother of Alexander Skarsgård. Yeah. He got cast, which... Big shoes to fill for that one. Because it's a clown. It's a clown. No, but because Tim Curry was Tim Curry, yeah. amazing. Ugh. In that, in that voice alone, like that, yeah. Yeah. Ugh. But that I love that movie. I think that's a, a great one. And I love all the people that's in it. I like, uh, I mean, John Ritter is in that in movie. It. And, and um, who's the who's the kid? Seth Green? No, not Seth Green. Um, I mean, he is in it. Yeah. Is he? Yeah, it's been I. It's been a long time since I've seen it, and I actually I don't think I've seen it all the way through. But isn't the main the main the kid? It's the kid from Sequest. Oh, uh, yes, uh, Jonathan Brandis. Thank you. Yeah, I know. I, I, see, you said Sequest. My thought was, oh, you mean the kid from Sidekicks with uh, <laughs> Chuck Norris? Yeah, Chuck Norris. yeah, same kid. <laughs> so he's in that. But I, I like that first one. I don't know how they're gonna do it again. Um, Sidekicks. Whoa, it's gonna be interesting. You're welcome. That 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 made a bunch of memories flood back. <laughs> Sidekicks. Holy shit. He has the vivid daydreams of fighting people with Chuck Norris. So vivid that he will just be talking aloud in class. That's how that movie opens. It opens with a fight scene where him and Chuck Norris link arms and kick a bunch of people in the face together. And like they have a little dialogue scene, and then it cuts to him in class, and he's like, he's like, I'll always be there for you, Chuck. And then it, all the class is staring at him and start laughing. I'm like, that is... That's like a genuine like, psychological problem. Yeah. Like, that is, he can't just be. It's not daydreaming anymore. No. Like, he's acting stuff out. He's day human living because he's just sitting in a class, like talking like a person. No, that is, that's a severe, yeah, like sleep psychological disorder. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and he wants to do karate? No, this kid does not need to learn how to kick in the face. No. But don't arm him. No. Don't, yeah. No. But, uh, Trying to think of what else. You know, here I'm going to shift a little bit from movies, okay. a little bit. Uh, something we forgot about when we were we were talking before this of like what would fall under horror. Well, real quick, any horror books? I've never I never really read a lot of books. Uh, I read uh, the Ring uh, manga. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Uh, I thought you were going to say like the novelization of the movie. <laughs> sort of. Kind of. Uh, and that was that was uh, good because at one point I was turning the pages and like I was so terrified I couldn't turn a page. Oh wow, that was interesting and fun. There nice. was this scary ass like website. It was it was like it was like a web comic. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't remember if I talked about this before on the show, but it it because I just say because it was like it was like kind of a manga, but like you'd be scrolling down and like it, a friend sent me the link and he's like he's like it's just 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 start reading it, and it starts and it's like this guy like sees this like girl who looks weird and like it's like all like there's no speech bubbles or anything. And it's just all visual, and then, but for the way the website is set up, when you start scrolling at it, the uh, web page like takes over and like scrolls really fast and like has a noise to it, so it kind of speeds up and animates in a weird way and like scares the shit out of you. Because he told me he's like, just have it. He's like, have your audio on and then just do it. And so I was scrolling, and then it's like the like zombie girl like turns her head. And so the web page just speeds up on its own as you're scrolling down slowly, and then it speeds up, and then you hear like this like noise. 
maybe the thing that made me jump the hardest in my fucking life. I can't remember what it's called. I just saw it on a list of something because it's just a weird, mm-hmm. it's just a weird like some little web page someone made with this like weird creepy story, and then and like later it happens again where like then like she like crawls backwards and like flies out and just like the web page takes over and just flies through so it's see it's almost animated but then like mm-hmm. a, a noise happens that's maybe like the most startled i've ever been i know it's a really vague weird thing i just explained no, but that that no, thing it sounds it's already gotten me worked up and i, I was when i looked at it i was i mean i was married when i saw it like i was i was 23 24 when i saw it and it scared the shit i mean and that was real just jump scare but mm-hmm. it was something about the sensation of having like like losing control of the web page and like a noise scare. Right. So it was like a, a jump scare, but also feeling genuinely disoriented. Right. Yeah. And like that is something and out of control and out of control. And that's something a, a horror movie's never given me a horror movie. It can have like made me jump like from something, you know, right. even non horror movies made me jump, you know, and yeah. you know, when fucking data's face gets yep. slammed in independence day, he was still alive in the second one, I guess. I yeah. Didn't see it, yeah. Um, he's still alive in this I don't, one, I don't which know don't they that. check him? And they're kind of like, eh, he's dead. Like yeah. I, I watched, Independence Day again recently. I was like, they look like they imply that he's dead, but yeah, they want know. they wanted to bring back anybody they could because they could not get Will Smith. Nope. Uh, but like, yeah. So that was that was a weird thing that startled me. But uh, it was something we didn't talk about when we were thinking of horror stuff, like movies and books. Horror survivor video games. Oh yeah, oh. yeah. Well, we'll play before those games. we before we get into games, we've actually played because this ties into movies. Did anyone see the new game that's coming out? Um, I think it's going to be on consoles and PC, but it got like crowdfunded to get made. It's the uh, Friday the Thirteenth game. Oh, I've seen. It, no. it looks awesome. It's a it's a one on seven where one of you is Jason and the other seven are campers. And you're in the camp, and it's your only goal is just hide, hide from Jason, stay alive, don't get killed by Jason. And so then the one player playing as Jason goes around, and he can like break down doors and rip open beds, and like you're basically just finding a place to hide. And like, and like past. he can only walk slow, like he does, the, but like you can like teleport like to weird spot, like you yeah. can jump to other sides of the camp, but then you can only walk slow, like he does in the movies. So they can like you run know, you know, from him, but like they, I think they run out of like energy at one, like they have they to get, get tired. To yeah. something. Well, and it's like the ways. Like he like the the like forms of kills. Cause I, I watched this video of it being played. Mm-hmm. It just looks like a cool idea for a game. Like it's just a, yeah. a but it's like he can also like you because you can hide like under beds and stuff. But, but he, then can, just he can also just bed. stab through it. Like so you have to just and like he can. Uh, it's like his view is like he can like like hear the sounds of where it's coming from. Like you can kind of like listen, like some video games are like the listen mode, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you can like see like, Oh, like, Oh, something from that cabin is there. Like there's no map or anything that says like where your enemies right. are. Like, so you just sort of like walk around the woods and feel them, you know, and like, they don't know where Jason's coming from. Like, it looks like a really cool yeah, game. It, it would be intense. And, and some of the kills they show are brutal. Like him just crushing someone's head in his hands and like, Stuff that, like that. That sounds like a super fun, but also kind of terrifying game. But here's the here's yeah. the fun thing, is you actually the, die in real life. Yeah. <laughs> no, the the motion capture for the game was done by the original actor. The original played, the original Jason played Jason. He did all the motion capture for oh, the that's game. Awesome. So that's kind of just a cool little thing they yeah. they added in there. But yeah. yeah. But that that one's coming out, so I don't want to get out of the way. But yeah. But uh, did you guys play a lot of? I never played a lot of horror survival. The one that I played 
that I can say, like, I played from top to bottom that was really, really fun. Got a lot of goody out of it was uh, uh, Resident Evil, Evil 4. 4. Uh, yeah. yeah. That's where I was kind of leading us to. But that was a little bit when Resident Evil went away from horror survival and became more action games. Like, that was the first yeah. Like, action yeah. one. True. Was still, there, were still, there were still scares. Lots like, of Absolutely. Scares still scares. Yeah. And it was the only one they kind of did right. Because after that, like... Yeah, 5 and 6 didn't work out quite as the well. Reason, I think the reason they did is that you have, in 5 and 6... Uh, five. I played. I didn't play six. Five. You have a partner, a partner with you the whole time, so it's never you never scary. feel isolated. Because in Resident Evil Four, there are moments where you just like I, you just feel overwhelmed. Like that was a game I actually I hated when I first played it because you can't run and shoot. You have to stand still. Yep. To do all your shooting, and I could never get past like just the first fucking village, and it drove. I was the just chainsaw like, guy. I'm like, see, and I never went into the village and met the chainsaw. Oh, that's guy. right. You sniped. I always people. stood from the back, and but then. Uh, so I I didn't know that was an option until yeah. like later, and you told me like yeah, if you go into town, and that's one yeah, of those games you, you have there, to be super. In there. Well, yeah. the thing about that game is, especially if you're playing through the hardest mode from the start without anything turned on, like you have to count your bullets. You have no, to be like a, I I have to I can't shoot all of these guys. I have to take them out in different like that, ways. That or, game is like like one of the ones where I'm just like like oh that game was a journey. Like that yeah. game oh, yeah. like for both me cuz then I end up loving the game. And it was such a journey that like that's like actually a game I played it was in college at Kirkwood and my roommate at Kirkwood and uh my ex-wife, a girlfriend at the time, they would be excited that I was gonna play. Yeah, yeah. Because they'd want to sit. It's, it's and a watch. movie. Like that game it is. is a movie. It's a really great action horror movie with really great creatures in it. Because there's like big, big ass monsters. You fight a big, yep. you fight a big fish at some point. Yeah, that, was, yep. kinda, that, that was, was a little goofier, uh, but oh, yeah. so great. But the best are the the regenerator ones. The the that like grow their limbs back. Oh yeah. And like and when you you walk into a corner and you just hear. <sighs> Yeah, and those things are hard to kill before you get the before you get the scope, scope to yeah to take out their. They're just these just lumbering. They look like just a gray like person. But if they get close to you, they like latch on. They latch on. Their you. arms like grow. Well, and the best is when you shoot their legs out from, and then they'll just crawl. Just they'll hobble and then just, like launch at you. Yeah, they're, they're kind of just like it's like a weird just like it's a a breathy scary rag doll. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, that game that yeah that's one of the that's probably one of my top ten games. Like it's just a solid yeah. game throughout. I really there's love the that right game. amount of it being really hard, but not like frustrating, impossible. Like it's no, hard. Every time you get in a situation that you have a hard time beating it, you can see though like oh no, I need to do this. I just can't make that happen. You know what I mean? Right. Because like, there are some games where I just get to the point where I'm just like, well, why even make this game if you yeah. just want like, like why yep. am I playing this? But like. I never I, like I felt like that at first because I because <clears throat> I bought the game like I think from like Target for like you know fifteen bucks or whatever because it was like greatest hits you know or whatever yeah and then I was just I'm like oh I'm gonna sell this somewhere because I just couldn't get past it at first bit I'm like I hate this and then like right before I did it, I'm just like you know what I'm gonna I'm gonna just see yeah and then I beat that first part and then I kept going and then I fell in love with the game it's yeah. terrifying like I mean like the the story elements uh for me are perfect and the way that the environment helps tell the story like there's one moment when you're in the village and you go around a door and then you look one way and there's like a chest of ammunition and you're like oh cool 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 you turn your head the other way and there is uh someone has been uh slammed up against the wall with a pitchfork through their face yeah yep. yeah and you're yep. just, and you see that and you just like you, you and that's right at the start and you just go <gasps> oh yeah my God. And like there are moments, there are moments you have to find save points. There are typewriters mm-hmm. in there, so you have to find the save points. There are moments where I'm like, uh, "This is too much for me. I need to go. 
I need to I need to be done playing right now, but I have to get to that typewriter so that I don't have to go back and do everything I've already done. Well, those are one of those games too where you get to the save point and you're like, what's in the next room then? Yeah. If yeah. there's a save point here, what fresh hell awaits me? That is one of those games that like people can watch and just enjoy. Another one that's another survival. Not as scary, but there are scary moments that people can just watch though is the first the Bioshock game. Oh, that's great. It's a great game. Yeah. Uh, well, that's, it- a, that's one of the best atmospheric games yeah where it's like because you you feel very claustrophobic very claustrophobic very, very scared like moments where like mm-hmm. the lights turn off and then when they come and they flash and then when they come back on or you'll see right shadows of face. someone around a yeah. corner yeah. and when you go they're not there and and they're and those like little shadow moments are there some are done very obviously but some are done like very subtly and then you're like wait what the fuck yeah well, and the, like that game that game perfectly knows how to push your buttons. There's one that I love, and and now I'm aware of it. And this is a huge spoiler. If you want to play this game, maybe don't listen to this little segment. But there, there's one part when I first played it. There's a room you go into where it's a medical lab, and there it steams up. And then when the steam yeah. goes away, there's a corpse on the examine the examining table that wasn't there when you walked in. Right. And then there's a, a desk off in the corner that has like a potion on it. And so you want the, yeah. the I forget what the potions are called in that game, but the Eve. Uh, there, yeah. you, Adam, 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 yeah, and then um, you use Eve to get the power. Right? Yeah, but you go grab it. You grab it, you... and the whole room steams. But as soon as you turn around, there's a guy there. But if you don't turn around, nothing happens. Like if you just stand there facing the desk after yeah. the steam clears, there's nothing. But as soon as you do that turn, the guy screams and tries to kill you. Yeah, and there's the guy. Like that was when I was just like, ah! yeah, <laughs> like, he just appears right was, behind. That was you. the exact moment I was talking about earlier when I said there was yeah. like smoke or whatever. In the oh room. yeah, yeah, and so that. That game so like, alone, some of the characters they bring are just psychopaths, yeah. and and some of them you get to know, like the artist guy yeah. who likes to just torture people, but you kind of make friends with him. Yeah, uh, and yeah like you complete guy. his masterpiece by, yeah, by killing, killing other, other people, people and, and bringing like, him pictures of their death. Yeah, but it's like a, the, but like they're bad guys too. You like can, it, here's the it's thing: a very, I screwed up. You can kill that guy. Yeah, you can fight. But actually, him. if you yeah. leave him alive, you get more you get better, later. Yeah, you get. Better but you can kill. I actually did kill him right away because when the light came on and he was wearing the rabbit mask at the top of the stairs, I opened fire because yeah, I was like, like "Oh god!" Oh. Yeah. But I didn't realize he would just walk down and be friends. I thought he was like the final boss, so I just unloaded. Yeah, because he's time. in a very oh, yeah. he's in a very grand position. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Those those horror movie those horror games are terrifying. There's one I never played that I wanted to. I mean, we could talk about Bioshock more. It's no, 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 that's no, pretty, no, 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 that's that's pretty. Uh, the part where like the woman's crying in front of her uh, perambulator and it's she's just crying over like it, it's like a gun sitting in there yeah it's <laughs> yeah <laughs> she's just crying over this this crib and, yeah, just... and she starts out as a huge shadow and there's a lot of like glass cracking and the big daddies yeah. are terrifying and you don't have to battle them if you don't want to they're just lumbering around if you don't want to start things with them and and then the music alone the the mm-hmm. the fact that it's set in 1960 but they keep playing like old like i, I want to say 40s-esque music i think it's set I think no the game the the game is set in like 1930 or no, no 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 it's 1960 i'm playing it right now your plane crashes in 1960 oh does it but the whole place he's was been, built he's been yeah way oh the place ago. was built yeah, in like the 30s though yeah yeah, yeah, yeah and yeah. he's been working on right, it right, since right, the 30s yeah, yeah. yeah so the first the first game actually takes place 1960 in the mid-atlantic is where your, your plane right. goes down so the game is set in 1960 but everything when you go down in there 
is from like the 30s and the 40s. Yeah. So there's like Tommy guns and things. Yeah, and just the music there. You know how much is that doggy in the window is playing mm-hmm. on a jukebox and keeps oh, skipping and a lot, a lot of music that's yeah. like a lot, of, a lot of that kind. Well, of and even just the slow record. stuff. Well, even the initial scene when you walk in is them playing a really old, just instrumental of Beyond the Sea. Yeah, uh, is when you walk in first. But yeah, that's so. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't know if I wouldn't have. I mean, could that be considered like a horror game? I think like, it is because they're all mutated. And I actually, I, just I gonna, just gonna do that for the rest of. The- <laughs> I bought the I bought the new one and the director's cut and all this stuff. They had it was supposed to be huge mutant zombie things. I like. And they I decided on wasn't. the human esque. I love that it wasn't. And that's the thing is they said it just didn't test well. Like there are right. things where it's like it almost looks like Resident Evil, where one has like this long arm it's dragging behind it and stuff. Like right. it just turned into humans with weapons basically, but which, they're all which made it way up. scary because I, I love that it, what the and it wasn't uh, like the plot of that game isn't like it's not about like a pandemic or anything either like there kind of is this 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 chemical that gives you like yeah but power. everyone did it to themselves but it just it's basically just no this underwater city and everyone lost their goddamn mind and there was like a war between yeah like, between two factions because it's just like that would happen if you so create, between the rich and the poor basically yeah and it's like there's part of it just like i'm like that if you put an isolated like city of people under the water you would have these weird territorial wars but you it wouldn't be a normal war of being able to fight out in the open you have to fight for properties of this underwater city yeah because there's only so much real estate exactly and what's what's cool about that game that i think talking a lot about sorry well this one i'm so sorry if you are not a game person yeah there's a lot of video game but the cool thing about that game is it's one of the first games I've played where they did so well of making actions happen based on items you pick up. Yes. That, like, if you grab this one item, you're going to get attacked. But if you don't touch that, that scene doesn't yes. happen. Yes. And right. now that I've played it, I know what's coming. But there's you know, times, like, when you find the shotgun, you pick it up and all the lights go out. And that was a game that, uh, like, I I was so into it in that first playthrough. Like, it just had me hooked. And I loved it. And I'm like, this is, like, one of the greatest atmospheric games but because of that, it was hard to replay. Yeah, because now you know what's coming. And just like I knew how the, to time I it. knew the vibe of it, and mm-hmm. I just I couldn't I couldn't yeah. get it. A, a, a kind of survival horror game that I can play over and over again because I adore it is The Last of Us. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if either of you have played it. I haven't because I I've don't never, have a PlayStation. You know, play, it's I've PlayStation never played exclusive. it. I've been told to play it. It is. Uh, I love it because it's it's got like a zombie feel to it because it's like it's. But what I like is it's a fungal infection. It's like this like mm-hmm. like fungus. So it's like it and it like gets in the brain and like drives people insane. But also like the the more advanced uh, uh, mutated they are, like their head kind of turns into this like giant like kind of spore things. Mm-hmm. Like they go blind, but like they like you these creatures are called like the clickers. Some of them, so it's like they can't see, but they click like they hear by like sonar. Yeah, and whatever. And, like they're really and like if they grab you, you're, just, you're dead. Like you know. But it's like it's this really great. It combines a lot of great stuff because it's a, it's a good survival horror game, but like there is also just an action kind of shooty part because you have to fight a lot of people, like just other people in this world, because mm-hmm. it's it's like twenty years after the the you know the pandemic happens, right? And you live in this world, but also like it has this, and there's also there is like scavenging. It's the right amount of scavenging and crafting though, where it doesn't mm-hmm. consume your fucking life, right? You know what I mean? Yeah, because yeah. it's not an open world game; it's on a kind of a rail game. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, but the thing that just gets me with that is the story. Which is about you know the what I love is like the pandemic the it's is more of the backdrop it's not like it is the point of the game but not really because mm-hmm. part of it is like but this potential cure 
but it's also more about the relationship of these characters. Like I like every, I get done with the game every time, and because it, it, it's a movie, it's basically just mm-hmm. like the best movie that's not a movie. Yeah. But every time it gets done, I just I want to just go through it again. Like that is right. one I play through. Wow. Over and over again. I do. I've I've, that's fun. I've played that game. I want to say I think six times all the way through. Wow. Nice. On like every difficulty, and then like new game plus. Like I just I. God, might even be more than that, but I just I just really love the feel of that game, and because uh, it just it feels like an awesome movie. It just right. feels like a great movie, but not like just a great action movie. Like there are great action elements in it, but it just it I don't know. I just really love the story, and, and I don't want to give anything away, but there's just such an a, a emotional punch to it. Yeah, it starts right. with that, and then and by the end, especially like you get done being like. Like I do, like end that game every. Even though now I know where it goes, I end that game every time, being like, oh, "That was that journey." Like, I, right. and I, I've there's no other game that's given me that feeling, right? And it's kind of a horror game. That's why I'm talking about it. Yeah, <laughs> sure. no, it is. It's totally cool. And then there's all the zombie games. There's the so many. Dead Dead Island. I played uh, through Dead Rising. Dead Rising. That was. I thought that I was really fun played any of those. I but those are all more based on you accomplishing missions while killing tons of zombies. Yeah. They're There's not a, so much about getting around. It's like you're in the same place, but you're gonna try and do twenty different tasks while fighting off zombies. Oh, there's a new one coming out. I can't think of the fucking name of it. Dying Light. That was another I played, one. Not Dying I played Light. that one. That one. Dying Light was fun. It was just I. There's this kind of open world thing where it's like not so much of an open world, but like I hate when I'm playing a game and all of a sudden the AI forces me to go. Hey, man. This is me from the base, and I'm telling you where to go now. Do this yeah. thing, and oh, they yeah. keep bugging you. Yeah. Well, and you and I, Logan, played that release, State of Decay, I think is what it was called. Yeah. That was another one. Uh, and then one of my favorite just playthrough that for we, fun. That we love to play together. Uh, uh, Left for Dead. Left for Dead. Oh, that one's fun. That's one. When I was when I, when I first moved out here, and I was staying with you, me and Steve played a lot yep. of Left that's, for Dead. That's just shoot into the crowd and take out all of them that, and keep that running. Is, yeah, that's a great one, like, where it's just... It's mindless. Just, it's just... It's, Which yeah, is great. And it's because the missions are short, but, yep. like, it's multi... You know, but it's, and like, it's multi, intense. But it's, like, multiple parts, and it's, like, yeah, you have to just... And if you play it slow, you're gonna get attacked more. But if you go fast and loose, then you're gonna get hit with bigger, and more aggressive separated. hordes. Yeah. And I there's a there's actually really quick on that game. There's a fun way if you have the, the Steam version, if you have a computer that you you have uh, access to Steam. Um, there's a mod you can do that turns the four main characters into Futurama characters, the four main shooters. Oh so you yeah, like, yeah. You can be like Fry, Leela, Scruffy, like they take the place of those characters. And then instead of hordes of zombies, it's hordes of Zoidbergs. Oh yeah, <laughs> and they do they do like run around and go like whoop, 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 yeah, whoop, whoop. and then all the other characters are turned. I can't remember most of them, but the one I do remember is the smoker, the guy that's like, <laughs> and then his tongue grabs you. That guy, yeah, that's a Yoshi now in that one. Oh yeah, yeah, it oh, makes I a was... Yoshi sound and then it grabs you with its tongue. Yeah, I was really yeah. hoping it would be the the one character that they always have that walks around where she's like, ah, Maka Jigger. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, that, the, it's the other three are not Futurama characters. The oh. three uh, special zombies. Actually, it's four special zombies. The the tanks, yeah. the smokers, the boomers, and the uh, whatever the, but yeah. the hunters. But that's, that's a fun, like more like action-y horror. Although when you get to like the scenes that have like the... What are they called? The witches? Or what, what are the... Oh, oh the ones that terrible. cry? Little yeah. Girls, yeah. Yeah, the witches. Are, are they called witches? Yeah. yeah. They're called witches. Those moments when you walk in your room and you... Because you hear this little 
what's so smart about that game is a lot of it is music cues. Yes. So like when you hear the witches, it's this little just little piano, and then like when you when like a boomer's coming here, it's like yeah. So it's like. If you don't, catch and the horde it, will always start that big like, yeah, because like orchestra sound of like, oh no, because there's so many times where me and you will be like walking down the hallway, and then it'll be like, uh, we'll be like, oh shit, so we face other directions. Yep. Like that's what's so Cover fun. The about doors it, is that's a game that like kind of is aware to kind of go back to how we started this of like aware of the conventions of like, mm-hmm. like you know, of horror movies of when this sound cue happens. Oh, this is the killer's theme. This is the, ch- yep. ch- ca- ca- ca, you know, of, of you know, but instead. It's very fast. It's something happening right fucking now. Yeah. <laughs> yep. You're another, gonna get attacked. There's another really subtle, beautiful thing about that game is that it tells you where to go with light. Like it. I mean, mm-hmm. sometimes they'll have yeah. a sign like. Go there's never way, an like, arrow that pops up and it's like this way. Like, but really. Like, but like the way the environments are designed, exactly. like mm-hmm. a street light will still be on, mm-hmm. and that's the way you go. Yeah. Well, and, and it does have those do. paintings all every now and then where every it says safe again, house this way throughout. But yeah, it does kind of funnel you through in a nice way of and it's and, and that's never, that, that doesn't it, take you out of it no but it's also uh real easy to follow yeah like, yeah because instead it, it's because that is a game that's very much just like no we want you to just enjoy this crazy journey yeah of just you're going to be attacked by hordes of zombies yep. yeah and just keep marching and but, keep protecting each other and, and get out alive is and, and i love with that game too it's like no matter what like you can't just hop up on something and shoot down like they will climb up on yep. anything that you're on like you will because especially i can't remember which level it is but there's one where it's like you're trying to get into like the window of this like dock and yeah. it's you know it's like they climb up on the semi trucks and they climb up on the roof and like they come from every direction yeah, there's no safe spot and so you just have to turn just ah, just fucking unload like it's yep. such a fun game there's another new game coming out that like is getting a lot of notice it's a zombie game that's coming out i think this year still i think for ps4 mm-hmm. maybe xbox i'm not sure but it's called days gone have you seen video footage mm-hmm. of this no. It's a zombie uh, game, like, and you're out. It's an open world, like, you're out in the world. You can explore and stuff, and you're, like, a guy with, like, a motorcycle or whatever out in the woods. It looks really cool because, like, it's a, it's supposed to be, like, a big, vast thing, but, like, there's zombies, but it's they really swarm, like, bugs. Like, kind of, mm. kind of like, do you guys ever see World War Z, the movie? Mm. Not a good movie, but, yeah. like, but they kind of swarm more like ants and, like, just kind of pile on each other. Mm-hmm. And like I'll, I'll show you the you know the test footage later, but like they show the game and it's like just piles falling through and like you're just shooting at them and like they're all falling, but there's just hundreds upon hundreds. Mm-hmm. But there's so many different like environmental things you can do to like slow them down and stuff like that. But it's it's this completely open world hmm. thing. But it's like yeah, the, the test footage like this guy in a little town is just hundreds just swarming, piling, and like they actually like look like a mass just like falling on each other of all Ugh. these like zombies. And it's like, like I was just watching the E3 test footage. I was like, "Oh, this is stressful. Yeah. <laughs> this, I'm not playing this game, and yeah. I am, I am stressed." Yeah. <laughs> uh, just there's another one real quick that I never played that I really wanted to that I thought looked really cool, but also sounds like it would just be too much stress inducing, especially for me. Uh, is the uh, the the alien? Game. Oh, Alien Isolation. That yeah, looked, I liked the concept behind it. It looked really cool. Where you're, yeah, you're, because it. it in in that one, it's like you're in the ship, and it's only the one alien. It's like the one xenomorph, kind of yeah. like from the first. But you you have no, I don't. I think you might eventually get a flamethrower for like most of the game. You have no weapon. Yeah, you, you just have your radar that says if something's coming near you, and then you just have to like hide and like turn off your flashlight. Right. Alien is a good fucking horror movie. It's an yeah. Amazing horror movie. That one's really good. Oh yeah. 
Yeah. Cause it's, it's, that's a perfect use and lack like use of sound and lack of sound. Yes. Well, in space, no one can hear you scream, baby. Yep. Well, and space, like even in the games, like Dead Space, the game was another mm. horror survival where you're trapped in space. I never played that one. Is that good? It's pretty good. Is yeah. it? I never played. That I mean, one. now I went back and played it. Doesn't hold up. It does, but it's when you go back and play the first Dead Space. Now the graphics are noticeably, garbage. yeah, yeah. It's like going back and playing. If you were to play like Doom Three now, yeah, it's just not good the new doom game not kind of sort of a horror game but yeah i I have it you have it i gotta come over and play it yeah it's it's good you're about to move real close i'm gonna i'm gonna gonna come over and play doom there you go i got it because i think it's an xbox exclusive and i don't have xbox but it it looked like so much fucking fun yeah because you're and it's like the game is like no you have to just keep moving and keep killing yeah oh yeah it is it's not like doom 3 was you can kind of go and clear out rooms yeah it's not so much like that now and things are warping all over the place yeah yeah it's intense well we finally had a little video game chat we've been we've we've talked about getting into video game conversations but we never really did this worked out (laughs) this worked out yeah i'm trying to think of any other other any other horror things well i mean my brother uh, the monster mash ghost ghostbusters well my brother and i uh whenever we we went to a nickel arcade once and we beat um House of the Dead. House of the Dead. Yes, yeah, so we beat House of the Dead too. And then there's four of those now. I think a couple. Right? Yeah, a couple of years ago we were at uh, we were in Seattle and we beat uh, House of the, House of the Dead three, and nice. that was fun. Those so, are fun. Arcade those are good. Games. Well, especially if you can find cheap ones that don't cost as much. Caleb, I think it was you and I that beat the uh, Carn Evil. Carn Evil. Yeah. Oh yeah, you guys would play that every time. Yeah. Go to like Dave and Buster's. And now every they time. Ha- now they have the new one at Dave and Buster's, which is the uh, the closed off one. That's like I think they say on the back like 4D, like whatever oh, it is. Yeah, it's yeah, the yeah. the horror where you sit in and pull the curtain. It's one of those right. where two people can sit in there. But it really is just like. The speakers are really loud, and they blast air in your face. Yeah. Those are the two oh, things. Oh, that's right. We played that one. We played it, and I was just like, it's not scary as much as it's just, it shocks your system repeatedly. Right. Someone will scream really loud in your ear, and then they'll blast air right in your eye like you're getting a glaucoma test. <laughs> <laughs> and then Wait, they're like, wasn't that scary? Than glaucoma. That glaucoma test is something I am never prepared for. Nope. That I can is, try as I might. I try my best. I'm just like, I'm going to be... Damn it! Like it's yeah. just, I'm always gonna try to be prepared for I just, it. I don't like it. I don't like air in my eye. <laughs> it's not natural. But that's the whole point: is how your eye reacts to but getting my, my, I'm, I'm terrible with that. Like with like eye drops, I can't do eye drops. I can't put stuff in my eye, and I yeah. wear contacts. And it took me forever to be able to do that. Oh really? Yeah, to like stick my finger in my eye. I always thought I was never gonna be used to that, and I got used to it. Now I'm kind of just I'm just tired of contacts. Like so I'm, I. I'm getting closer but, to being like. Being like, oh, maybe I will try to do the LASIK when I can afford oh, I it. I thought of that too. I've... Yeah, my little brother yeah. did it. He likes it. Oh, he liked it. Well, maybe you know, but I know Steve Luck though, and I'd end up with an eye patch. Maybe two. Yeah, sexy pirate Steve. Sexy pirate is the pirate look mm-hmm. coming back. It's it never left. <laughs> yeah, you get yourself a blousy shirt. Mm-hmm. Get myself one. Baby, pick one. Full of them. <laughs> pick pick from get what one, I got. Get one out. I, I did always think I'm like if I lost an eye I think I would go eye patch instead I'd of have to. instead of instead of glass eye oh eye patch is so much my grandpa had a glass eye it it just looks kind of like a lazy weird. eye yeah but if you go eye patch you're like I got he lost story. he lost his eye crop dusting ooh that's oh, flying the plane yeah nope he was, look, he was looking up at one <laughs> no someone punched him in the eye because he walked past them while farting. <laughs> 
Wait, he crashed the plane? He he was a solo crop duster for uh, just farmers. Like, farmers would hire him to crop yeah, dust. Yeah. Uh, Randy Quaid. To bring Randy Quaid, to, yeah. Bring him exactly, back to Independence yeah, Randy Day. Quaid. He was a freelancer. And he crashed the solo plane and lost an eye. That's my got a glass eye. He, that's pretty lucky as plane crashes go. Got, if you guys ever want to do a 10-minute topic on my grandfather... <laughs> I'd love to hear about him. When I first met him, I was like eight years old. And when I first met him, he was on his fifth wife, who thought she was the fourth wife. And he was also working as a mortician at the time. Because why not? Because when crop dusting doesn't work out, you get a mortician. He was also in the military. His first wife, or not first wife, I think his second wife left him for the taxi driver that took her to visit him at the military base. My mom found out she had sisters at the age of like, 40 or 50 is when she found out she had half sisters. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a tapestry. It is a. We got to talk more about that sometime. Yeah. That is. Yeah. That is a rich. And I spent a week with him, having met him once in my life. He came when I was a senior in high school. My parents were in Alaska, and he just stayed a week with me <laughs> by myself. And it, it basically is a stranger at that point, yeah. to be honest. I had a step grandfather who was my person I saw all the time. Like, this is my grandpa. I yeah. Know him. And then this guy is my mom's like, Oh, he's staying with you for a week. Cause he's in back in town for a while. He like refused to go to my mom's wedding, like showed up and then found out he wasn't going to walk her down the aisle. Just didn't come. Like he's, he's he was quite the guy. Wow. Yeah. He, uh, Interesting. during that week, he's like, we gotta go, we gotta go bowling. I gotta teach you how to bowl. And I'm like 18. And I'm like, why? <laughs> <laughs> I know how to throw a ball down a lane. Yeah. Don't worry about it. Well, you know, Distant relations, they can be a real the horror. horror. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all's families. Yeah. Y'all's, y'all's family trees. Well, uh, shit. There you go. Spilled coffee on the computer. It's all lost. <laughs> lost no, lost, uh, lost. no. Well, that'll that'll do it. That was a, that was a, a little more laid back, chill discussion about horror than I was expecting. Yeah. But it was it was it was nice. I felt like we Saving the scary stuff. Yeah, for I'm later trying in the to, month. I'm, I mean, it's a little. To be honest, it's a little late at night, and I don't want to not have sleep tonight. <laughs> I'm glad that we didn't get into too much. Yeah, know, deep, actual, terrifying but stuff. But we will later. Uh, if you wanna, if you wanna hear where the future goes, listen to Fear Month of last year. Yeah. But it won't get like that because we're not going to be talking about our fears as much. No, it's just going to be scary stories. Scary stories and some other stuff. Where, you know, maybe some more. Uh, we looked up, like last year, we did like like real, like actual, like creepy places. We'll probably look up more of those, especially if yeah. we go stay at a creepy place again, which I'm looking forward to doing. Yeah. If we get to do that again, that'll be fun. It'll be a blast. But uh, we'll we'll take it a little easier on the booze to not re- <laughs> to not uh, summon Caleb's booze demon. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Because. Just go, just go back. Yeah, listen, it's, listen, it's, episode five. It's a tale. It's a tale. Yeah, <laughs> it makes me uncomfortable. You made everyone uncomfortable. <laughs> oh boy, how you doing, Caleb? I'm good. You look like you you're a strange combination of like, like kind of like jittery, but also almost asleep. It's a very welcome to my life. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, well, all right. See you next week. Thanks for listening. Thank you so much.